The opinions of Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman don't reflect the views of Gal Media. Parental discretion is advised. KFNC Mont Bellevue, Houston, a Gal Media station. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, this is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Today's Blitz Rewind starts now. There's reports out there that he's trying to settle, and I hear like, oh, don't settle, don't settle, it's admission of guilt. Dude, if you want to play football again at this point, write some checks. Yeah. And get them to agree that they don't disclose anything. They don't talk to the NFL. So that the NFL can try to talk to them and say, I'm sorry, part of my agreement, I can't talk to you. That doesn't mean he won't still get suspended, but you get out from under it. And 49 asked a good question. Has he made enough money to settle? I don't know if he has enough money. because I, I, I don't think he has enough money to pay off all of them. A.J. Hinch returning to Minute Maid today. Are you excited? I don't really care. I'm interested to see what the reaction is. Don't boo AJ Hinch, guys. Yeah, that, that's. I know there's some of you out there that still blame him for blowing the 2019 World Series. Just remember, he brought you the 2017 World Series and and got you the 2019 World Series. Yeah, and like, got you there. So you know what? That guy deserves. Uh, he deserves some applause. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we are back on the Blitz. Hour number three seven one three seven eight zero. ESPN your number seven one three. 7803776 or you can get us on the Blitz Facebook page find the Blitz click like you're good to go there's also Twitter at Fred Power F-A-O-U-R at AJ is the real at Aaron is Blitz at MK Pallet it's an Eric Warner Monday and uh, at Degenerates975 you can text the show you know the number for that watch us on Twitch twitch.tv slash ESPN975 you know the number to that and uh, it's hour number three it's a Monday and things just got a lot better because Eric Warner's here with beer and ranch water and God knows what else. And Hoffman's got a bunch of specialties here. What's going on, buddy? Oh, now you're on. Now I'm on. Hey, what's going on, Fred? Uh, not much. I guess I have, I'm, I'm having to do Aaron's job for him in here. He looks he looks hectic. He looks a little stressed. Uh, he, he'll be better now that he has that in his now hand. Now he has a beer in his hand. Yeah, yeah I forgot that we were going to do this, so I, I brought a couple six-packs, but they've clearly... Been uh, outshined by uh, Hoffman bringing in some of these uh, well, brought the, the fun Cra- series beers. He brought the Crawford Bach. He brought some more ranch water, which I'm, I'm, if we don't drink those here, I'll be happy to take a few of those home. Exactly. I'm a lot of them right now. Palate cleanser. The and ranch it's good water for marketing be... purposes to have them up here. Yeah. Yeah, I guess I should display them a little better. For yeah. Yeah. Camera, because but... on Twitch, it's like, this is what they have. And what uh, AJ brought his beer that, you know, you, you can't <laughs> have. Excuse me. So we quick. we started with the Clown Lounge, correct, AJ? Is that what you popped first? Yep. Which, do you know around when it was brewed? Uh, that would have been brewed in probably 13, barreled in 13. I think we released it in like 14 or 15. Yep. Uh, it just says 2014 on it. So 2014. So we're talking about seven years now on this thing. Seven years. I am intrigued. On... A, an IPA, no less. Yes. Sort of an IPA, I guess. I mean, it's definitely got more kind of barley wine notes to it. You know, the the hop character obviously is is muted. I'm getting wood. I'm getting, you know, kind of barley wine, sherry kind of notes, you know. Deshaun Watson's getting wood, too. <laughs> 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 
Sorry, you haven't been here. Then you're going to have to work in your Watson jokes too. It's I've just, been following it from afar. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, pre- pretty pretty crazy. I, I I think you know the Broncos doing absolutely pretty much nothing in free agency. I'm I'm okay with compared to what you know, all that's gone on with the uh, with the uh, Texans. It's it's pretty sad, but uh, you know it, it it's like one of those things. Like where's the bottom? happen you think the worst is behind you the worst is behind you oh wait nope still getting worse i'm telling you when you've got guys who are degenerates or have you know predispositions to things that aren't socially smiled upon and then you give them millions of dollars it doesn't make it better (laughs) it only makes it worse i mean you know i mean what are you saying there, often? As soon, hey, 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 as soon as Eric got that money, he was like full blown. Like I mean, but I was I was kind of like, in relative poverty for so long. It was, it was like, like, okay, how much cocaine can I afford? <laughs> and then now it's like I can afford all the cocaine. And th- th- now look at Eric; he's you know. Well, this is why don't don't give kids like like the the smartest people I know like if they set up their inheritances or whatever so the kids can't get it till they're like 35 or 40. No way. Okay. No, you think give it to them when they're 21? No. See what they're I'm, made no, I'm of? I'm saying no way. Don't give it to them at a young age. Yeah. No way. Yeah, nothing good is going to come of that. Nope. You, you just don't have enough sense when you're in your tw- – really until you're 30, you don't have enough sense. And some people don't even have it then. But, man, well, it's just – would it, Just hypothetically speaking, would it make someone a bad parent if they had a trust fund for their kids but – the caveat was that they're if they get married, their spouses are not entitled to any of it. Oh, that's very common, I think. Is yeah, it? I think okay. that's pretty regular. That doesn't make you a bad... I'm no. asking you for a friend. God, no. No, no, okay. no, 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 man. I, I think... Uh, and, you know, I think prenups... I'm not a lawyer or whatever, but, like, any contract, you can structure those things however you, however you say want. After the, if you're married yep. for 15 years, it burns off, you know, whatever. But... Um, yeah, it it it's funny. I was listening to the previous segment, and uh, one of the scaredest I've ever been. Uh, I threw. I was out with a buddy. It was post Fourth of July, and we had some smoke bombs. And I don't know if you remember that they they put off a little flame mm-hmm. before they smoke. Pretty good little shot of flame, and we threw one at this house. We were just you know young punks. We we're probably thirteen, walking the neighborhood, and. It was very dry in Colorado that summer, and there was this bush, this like kind of like pine shrub bush, and that thing went up like 15 feet in the air. Thank God, because we, we chucked it at the house, and it landed right at the base of the house, but it was one of those 70s-style Brady Bunch houses with the chimney, the exterior chimney yep. kind of right in the center of the, the house, and thank God that the bush was right there, because had it been on the wood siding to the right Oof. or the left, but... We just like we freaked. We we took off. Fire truck like passes us. Hey boys, you know uh, what are you what's doing? going on here? Oh, just, oh, yeah. No idea. Uh, uh, we were terrible. not sure what happened. So that could have been really bad. Uh, this this one that Lamont does, I think, was also pretty common. Since we were like ten or twelve years old, my aunt had a burn barrel in her backyard where she burnt fire. We used to find bullets around her house and oh. throw the bullets in the pit. Oh, and us hearing the blast, we thought it was cool, not realizing we almost died. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? When you're 10 or 12, you don't think about that. You think, oh, this is cool. It's funny. Well, we, yeah, we, we, you're we, just, people aren't smart for some time. No, no. And 
You know how it took me to get to 56 years old to be smart? So Still yeah. making some mistakes, Fred. I, I don't know about you, but I'm still making a few. Yeah, fewer and fewer, though. Yeah, that's, le- that's, less dumb, you know, less yeah. less dumb, more day-to-day. But, yeah, um, what you guys, I'm sure you talked about the Masters early on. Oh, yeah. I, well, my money's in the other room. Uh, uh, yeah, I, well, I, I, and I saw PayPal. the original <laughs> post you made. So who was the big winner? Well, uh, Did anybody have Matsuyama? None of us had Matsuyama. Um I, my guys, my my top four guys combined to go seventeen under par, solid. Uh, Aaron's top uh, top four guys combined to go three over par. Oof. Fred's top four guys combined to go nineteen over par. Oof. <laughs> now to be fair, I didn't really make the cut. Yeah, he only had three guys. Yeah, make and the so cut. the other guy gets an automatic eighty, and that's not you, you got no chance. With so that. who was your big workhorse there? I had three guys in the top five. I had uh, Zalatoris, Spieth, and Rom were six, seven, and nine. Under. Oh yeah, solid, solid. Yeah, wow. Yeah. So yeah. My, my fourth guy was five over. So I mean, he was he he was very solid for the bottom of my uh, of my team. I think. Uh, like for Aaron's team, his worst guy was 11 over. His worst guy that counted. Yeah, you want to know, this is going to sound like revisionist history, but literally, it was between Adam Scott and Hideki Matsuyama when I was sitting there, and I was like, ah, oh, give me Adam Scott. He's a, He's got the same name as one of my favorite actors. Let's just go with that. And I did that instead of taking Matsuyama. I still think AJ would have beat you, though. No. Are you sure about that? Uh, yeah, Matsuyama was minus nine, so that's a 20-stroke difference. He only beat me, or he beat me by twenty, so we would have tied. We would have tied. Wow, yeah, and you would you would have won the tiebreaker because of the winner. Yes, yeah, that, that's crazy. I was that was sad me just going see, off of names uh, of like, like tiebreaker oh, like highest guy. finish is the tiebreaker. Uh, no, actually, the tiebreaker will be whatever benefits uh, me the most. I so. thought I would have. I assumed tiebreaker would be who's your fifth golfer. Yeah, I, that's what I was. Yeah, that, you go down. Yeah, you go down one. Yeah, so I, so, I, yeah, I you, feel you, like I would have won. won anyway. Yeah, you would have because I my other two guys didn't make the cut. I hate it though to you know. It seems like so many masters. It's you know the guys just losing their cool, losing their nerves, and and you know I I think if there would have been uh, a, a couple of those studs like a speed or whatever, had they been a couple shots closer on uh, you know after Saturday, uh, would have been a much different finish. But uh, it was good. It was fun to watch. I, Saturday was really fun to watch. I I, I think you know that. You, because there was so much more movement and, uh, you know, with the, the weather delay. But, yeah, good, good, good tournament for sure. I, I like watching golf stoned. Oh. It's a much better sport. And, and I, I, I mean, I, it, it goes, it, it just slows everything down. It's really cool. I enjoy it. I have a buddy who's a really good golfer. You know, he's probably, I don't know, two, three, four handicaps, something like that. But he bakes before every round. And, uh, you know, I think he, but he's one of these guys who's got a really smooth swing. He's a hockey player. Oh, yeah. Most hockey players can knock the hell out of a golf ball. But, yeah, I, I um, I don't know if I could play stoned. I mean, I might as well try because right now, any, I mean, I suck. Couldn't be any worse. But I enjoy watching it stoned. I like the Masters, man. That That is like my, definitely my favorite uh, major to watch. And it's honestly. Why? What, like, what makes it any different? Um, it's a tradition unlike any other. It just looks like a regular <laughs> golf match to me. But like, and they're like, "Oh, it's such a beautiful course." And I feel like that's kind of like, especially PGA level golf courses. 
they're all really beautiful. It's not like they're out there playing on a muni. Like these are really well maintained courses. Well, and you know, Augusta is not the nicest town. No, like it, I don't know if you're hearing, especially without the crowd roars this year. I mean, there are sirens. There, you know, so it's it's. Uh, sir, sir, we don't talk that way about Augusta National. <laughs> what do you think about the Lee, the Lee Elder? Uh, uh, you know what they, you know, dedication him teeing off with Nicholas, and uh, although I don't think he actually uh, looked like he was able to, did he? Did he do a drive? I, I think he. he no, he didn't. He yeah, didn't, yeah, he didn't look like he was able to. I mean, I, I think it's cool. It's it's you know like every every other old established institution, they're they're coming around too. You know. Yep. No, it's it's taking them a while, but uh, and you know at some point you you have to uh, you know everybody has to change. Well, they, they, they they don't do a ladies' masters, do they? Mm. Well, they did that ladies' amateur, the the which the, the yeah. Japanese woman won. A shocker, Japanese person won a, won a <laughs> master. Really good at golf. Yeah. <laughs> are they better than the Koreans? I the mean, Korean ladies are yeah the Korean super ladies. Dominant. Yeah, this week they were. I mean, if if that's any indication. This Japanese is- guy won, and you're telling me a Japanese lady won? The, the amateur. Yeah. yeah. That's pretty good, I'd say. Yeah. Do they have any Japanese members at Augusta? <laughs> mm. oh. I'm just asking. Just you asking. already know the answer. To that. <laughs> yeah. Come on. I, I, Fine. Fine. All right. I got to tell you, I'm, we're going to get some tasting notes on this clown lounge on the way back, uh, but I, I'm going to tell you about Texas Star Grill Shop. The... The downside to uh, to playing all weekend uh, with my kids' baseball team was that I didn't have time to grill anything. I was on the fields too late and never had time to properly uh, properly cook something up. But uh, I love doing it. My, I'm telling you, pits and spits that I got from there is fantastic. And they really guided me in the right direction. They were like, how often do you want to smoke something? How often do you want to just grill? How easy do you want it to be? And... Really, they they said this is the this is the best this is the best one for you. Uh, they they gave me a beer while I was shopping. Uh, they've got all the great rubs, all the great accessories. They've 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 got whatever fuel you're looking for. If you want if you want the charcoal pits, you want wood pellet grills. Uh, you want you want a wood burning. They got they've got it all, baby. Four locations around the area now, so check them out. But they're always open online. TexasStarGrillShop.com. The Blitz. Don't you get it? On ESPN 97.5. This segment is brought to you by Carbach. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, here's Fred, AJ, and the brewmaster himself, Eric. And we're back on the Blitz. It's a very special version of the Blitz because Eric Warner's here, and we are trying yet another. Uh, but which one is this, Eric? That we're this is the bodacious. So, as, as the Carbach historians and uh, aficionados will know, the uh, Rodeo Clown was the base beer for our original. Uh, fun series beer, the 001. That was the original Bodacious. Uh, that came out in 13, I think. 
12 or 13. And uh, so we did a reprise of that um, with uh, th- this one we just opened. So this is Rodeo Clown and Red Wine Barrels. Um, yeah. I thought I still had an original Bodacious. Oh, excuse me. Uh, but I dug through my fridge, and I was wrong. I drank the last. And I think I texted you about when I was drinking the last one, how it was, how it had held up. So uh, I didn't have any more of those. So I did, But this was the – and I realized a couple of years ago, we talked about it, how long, like, the, uh, the cherries on fire and the, um, the old – like, when they were numbered BBHs, like, how long they would hold up. And I think I had like an 003 or something like that. And I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I better start drinking all these. So I I wiped out all the single-digit ones that I had except for that one clown lounge. And then I've I've still got a couple. I I think I have one more Good Golly Miss Molly besides this one. Mm -hmm. And I have a couple of the Kentucky Habits. And I have a uh, Trigave. Um I think that besides uh, besides it, I'm almost out of those numbered fun series. Yeah, I've, got, I've got a Kentucky habit, and I've got a good golly Miss Molly. Okay. That's it. Everything else I've gone through, I think. Yep. I had a good golly Miss Molly, I don't know, two, three months ago, and it, it was still drinking nice. Yeah, they still have, like, you can go to Carbock every once in a while, and they'll still have it up on the on the wall there. Like, I I doubt, you, I, when's the last time you had Clown Lounge? It had to have been a while. Like, Oh, it's been years. Yeah, I don't think anybody's, had, like, you guys don't have any more kegs of that sitting around, nope. I'm sure, nope. so... Uh, so yeah, that was, that one I know was, I knew we weren't going to come across that anymore. This one, I wasn't sure about the bodacious cause I know it was a, it was a pretty big run relatively, uh, compared to like, obviously the first bodacious run, but then the, the good golly Miss Molly Kentucky, like, and I have a Nigel, like, I feel like some of those, those are still more readily accessible, uh, but the, the, those, those, this one and the, uh, and the one we just had before, I figured pretty old school. What'd you think of that clown lounge? How do you feel like it held up? Uh, I felt it held up. Okay. We were talking about in the break. I mean, that's one of the things, you know, this is what brewers have been doing for years, you know, years, centuries, millennia is hops and wood are great sort of natural preservatives. Um, same thing with wine in a sense, you know, you got the, the wood and then the tannins, um, but I think that one was a little past prime. This one, on the other hand, I think is drinking pretty nicely. Very nice. Green, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm preferring uh, this one. I'm not necessarily getting uh, you know the, the wine barrel. Wine, I'm no, not either. Se, it's still but, tasty. Yeah. Yeah. It's very- uh, well, honestly, I didn't get a lot of bourbon on the Clown Lounge. Like that's all gone, or it's it's been absorbed. I guess. Yeah. It's just kind of wood. You know, yep. you taste of the wood, but not the bourbon. Yep. But uh, but yeah, this one held up pretty well too. Yeah, it's not you know they can get a little flabby sometimes, a little sort of sickly sweet. And this one's got a good balance of sweet and and again, I'm not getting the the wine, but I'm getting a little bit of like uh, acidity, not not like tartness, like it's yep. funked or anything, but just a little bit more you know acidity on the tongue than I got off the last one. So yeah, I'd, I'd say if you have any either of these. Uh, Go ahead and drink them because it's it's time. Now you have these stored, refrigerated. The yeah, whole they've time. been refrigerated the whole time. You're better than me, man. I have like some in. I mean, I have a refrigerator that's almost the size of this room. So it, I, it, like, I think they call that a commercial industrial yeah, fridge. Yeah. So it's if I mean you your your place doesn't you you probably don't have a giant garage with extra room for stuff like that's that's the benefits of suburban life is you know part of my garage is for. 
you know, my motorcycle and a giant fridge. That that's the uh, that that's the spoils of of, of having to commute. So AJ, <laughs> rather than cocaine, mm-hmm. I Fred, I pulled the the wife and I pulled the trigger on RV last week. Oh, oh nice. even worse than cocaine. <laughs> Why? Oh, I get, if, I, if I had no. to, I could sell it and get like half my money back. You can do back. that with cocaine and get all of your money back. <laughs> yeah, how often does that happen? <laughs> ah, so what, what, what did you guys get? We got, it's, it's this company out of Oregon called Outdoors RV. And they're, um, now keep in mind, this thing's going to be used a lot for hunting in Colorado and such. And they make a, it's like a, a four season RV. They yeah. guarantee down to zero. And so they do a lot of extra stuff with insulation. And also the, uh, the chassis and suspension is uh, a little more rugged for, you know, off, not like full off road, but, you know, can, for tougher terrain. Tougher terrain. So, um, but yeah, we, we love it. You know, the funny thing is, you, you know, the wife wanted, get, okay. You know, you know my wife, and you sort of hear me talk about her. What, what do you think she wanted? A salad. What would the salad of our RVs be? That would be the Airstream. Oh, is that what she wanted? Dude, those things are like twice the price of any other kind of yeah. regular RV. And, yeah. and now is, is not a buyer's market. Oh, God, Now, no. it's starting to come back a little bit because everybody bought them up during the pandemic. Which is what we were dumb enough to do. We just got lucky and got a price on ours. But yeah, now they're starting to come back around. Although there's still not that many out there that they're hard to find. That's like we found this one and it's like, dude, we got to grab this right now. Yeah, that, that's kind of where we were at because, um, you, you know, I like this RV from the minute we saw it. But her whole deal is again, and Airstreams are badass. Don't get me wrong. They're beautiful. They have a more mod feel. But you, is that worth double you know I, I i don't know she her whole problem is all the rvs have that you know same kind of dark wood cabinetry and kind of country feel and she just yeah, wants something a little more she wants stainless steel and chic yes. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes sense yeah so she i, I said honey you can so get the it. cheaper one and then change out the cabinets bingo yeah you're good yeah, and I have a buddy, and one of my neighbors in Colorado, he's like an RV geek, and he's like, you know, and he he's a contractor, so uh, he's like, yeah, dude, that's the thing with all RVs. The cabinetry is cheap, and that's just the one. You're, you're not going to find any RV that has, like, you know, kick-butt cabinets, so. Well, and, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's this is just the dude in me, but, like, unless you're buying this RV to, like, turn into your permanent residence... Thank you. Do you really care that much what color the cabinets Thank are? Thank you. Yeah, well, I'll, I'll say this, though. The more you use it, the more you care about stuff like that. Because it kind of becomes, a, like, uh, up until we had to take it to get it fixed, it kind of become a weekend home because we were taking it everywhere. He, now, me, I don't care. I To me, I, the nice wood cabinets. Whatever, as long as the bed's fine. comfy, that's all I care about. As long as the bed's comfy, now i got plenty of vodka. And that's to me, it. like, I, I mean, I, I, and we, everybody's got their own. I, I, w- I don't think I would ever buy an RV. I, I think it's just it's too much maintenance for me to want to deal with. I'm, I'm much more of an Airbnb type guy. But if I did buy one because I'm more low maintenance, I would want one th- that doesn't drive itself, like the, a fifth wheel or whatever, that I could just attach to my truck. And not it doesn't drive itself. Yeah, you want a travel trailer. See, I would yeah. think you, it's you don't want an RV. You want a travel trailer. Yeah, I'd rather have a travel trailer. Yeah, because I, here's I, why: an RV has a limited lifespan. It's got the lifespan of that engine. You know, whereas the, a travel trailer. I mean, if if you take care of if it, if your truck dies out, well, you get a new truck and you can haul the same trailer. 
I don't know. It's uh, for me. It's just such a pain in the ass to back up a trailer, and I I, I prefer this because, well, for one thing, it doesn't have them. It's only got twenty thousand something miles on it. So yeah, that the engine's got a long life. Sure, but I I prefer this because it's all, you know, I I don't have to worry about you know the the trailer jackknifing on me or anything like that. It's just it's much more convenient and. Plus, I, I just like this one. I think we got a good deal on it, but um, but I plan to use it when I start going to play big poker tournaments around the country. I'm gonna I'm gonna use it for that. See, Hoffman, that's why I'm thinking you might want an RV because if your kids do continue to get into competitive ball, like you're gonna be having a go across the country. That'd be a cool thing. Like when you, you guys are gonna go to Nashville, hotel, hotel rooms are all over the place, man. Yeah, but dude, yeah, you but they could, cost this money. Is like the coaches, oh, the so RV. you found the free RV. <laughs> no, but you the found RV the free RV store. If you're gonna always be traveling. I mean, how much do you think I'm gonna be traveling? Uh, I'm. I've got a full time job. I like. I think no, uh, talking about when you're older and well, retiring. Well, and that's the other thing is like my kids are grown up enough that I, I don't have to take them anywhere. But what I found is when we bought it, we use it a lot more now. If we go camp, I mean, we were going camping every weekend for a while, and it's and because I mean, it's not really camping when you can sit there and watch sports on your TV right. and and all that, but and have the internet and be able to bet on horse racing while you're there. But it's still, I mean, we use it. Uh, we use it a lot more than I thought we would. Do you haul a vehicle off the back of no. it? No, you. Uh, no, cause I have the truck and that's, it's funny because that's one of the reasons we, so we were looking at the like sprinter van deals, uh-huh. but two things, one, that's way too crowded. Like it's small. Yeah. Yeah. If, if, if the wife and I were in our twenties, sure. All day long. But the other thing is like, if you break camp, you're take you, 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 you gotta like to, if, to go to town, you're breaking camp. That's what I don't like the idea of. Like, well, I, I, like I, I would, if I had one of those things, if I had one that drove itself, I would want to pull like my wife's Honda behind it, so that way, oh, we got to go to the grocery store. Okay, I, I don't want to drive my house to the grocery store. I, I'll leave that here, parked at the site, and then I'll drive the Honda there to get whatever we need. Well, you but know what see, I mean? see what we do is like she'll take the RV out on Friday if we're going to stay for the weekend. Mm-hmm. I do the show, leave straight from there, and so we've got the caddy there. Okay. So yeah. you have a car there, yeah. But yeah, but if, again, if you're traveling long term, it's not that's not yeah, going to be if, the case. It, but if I'm gonna like, let's say I'm going to Vegas for just theoretically World Series of poker in September, and I take the RV and yeah, uh, go to an RV place, I'm just going to Uber when I need to go someplace. Okay. So yeah, and then uh, well, you better, although you, but Vegas, I, I'll tell you this: Vegas Ubering is not the same as it used I know, to be. But by September, it'll be fine. You I mean don't. it's gotten pricier? Or? It's gotten pricier, and it's there's way fewer on the road. Because much like the service industry, a lot of Uber drivers figured out, oh, I make more collecting unemployment than I do driving Uber. Mm. Why am I going to drive Uber? So they, they like there's it. I got to the airport. It took 20 minutes for a car to come get me. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, so don't don't, I, don't make me stay at the Rio. That is, I mean, it's great. It's great for the tournament, but that is the worst bleeping hotel. Yeah, on it is. Place. I mean, well, no, 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 no. Uh, no there's no. worse. Uh, yeah. Hey, I'm telling you, the uh, no, no. Are you gonna stay at Circus Circus? Uh, okay, not Circus Circus. <laughs> But even you know, my goodness, even Excalibur looks down on the Rio. You're gonna stay in uh in the pyramid part of uh, yeah the Luxor. I yeah. was just gonna say, you know what? <laughs> not not, not the towers outside. No. I'm talking about the pyramid. I know part. what you're talking about. I'll take Luxor over Ooh. Rio. Okay, because at least there's restaurants in there. That's true. Rio has like two restaurants, and they're awful. And there's and imagine this, and and I'm, hopefully it'll be different this year because especially in the senior tournament, I hope all these guys died off so there won't be six thousand people in it. But 
imagine 6,000 people on dinner break all going through this narrow little area where so there's like a two, Jerry Queen. There, and it's essentially two restaurants. And, oh, by the way, three other tournaments on break at the same time. Yeah. So there's like 10,000 people for two restaurants. How do you think that worked out? So I, like my whole thing was I'd go all the way to the other side of the... Here's the move. Open up a food truck. Well, I mean, they, they should have had a bunch of them out there, but it's also 105 degrees outside in Vegas. That's true. But So my, my move was to go all the way to the other side of the casino where there was a convenience store, buy a couple energy bars and some vodka, and that would be my dinner. Okay. But, but there was no chance of getting into a restaurant at that point. And plus, it's just a crappy-ass little hotel. Yeah. And I mean, it, it, the Penn and Teller Theater is great. I mean that the where the, they play the, the room term- you got to sleep in is terrible. Yes, yes. So and plus they're way overpriced during the tournament. But that's what the vodka is for. Yeah, you're probably yeah, right. Yeah, you don't have to worry about. All right, what, what am I doing here? But you're not going to be getting thrashed while you're. Oh playing God, the no, World no, no. Now there's always like around dinner, I'll have a couple of drinks just to relax. That's different because by like, then I'm like you know I'm like. But it's not up. like a normal Vegas trip where you're just oh God no no s housed and stumbling up to your room at no, the top. Like of the I'll have I'll have one of those little vodka bottles about like this. I'll have a couple drinks at dinner. And I might have a couple later in the night, just to just to stay calm. But it's not like I have the the uh, waitresses bringing me five vodkas at a time like I do when we're playing for fun. So because because it and it is a fine line because there's you can't drink too much in those because there's too much on the line. But yeah. I, I need to drink a little bit just to calm my nerves because you also start if you start thinking about how much money's at stake. It, it, it tense up. Yeah, yeah, and so I'll have a couple drinks and relax, and it's all good. And this, and when it's I all go, good, man. And when I go back, I'll show off the hair, which I uh, took the hat off for you guys to see because I got to talk about my man, Doctor Linville. And guys, if if you're going bald, you don't have to, because you're always going to have hair on the back of your head. Well, guess what, Doctor Linville is going to do? He is going to go and remove that hair, and he's going to put it to where it's not, like he did for me. Twenty four hundred and fifty one follicles. He moved from the back of my head to the front. And now I've got hair, and I've got Lebowski hair. And, yes, I'm going to get it cut soon, but right now it's just kind of fun to have long hair. If you go to 975hair.com, you're going to get a free consultation. And when you go to that consultation, uh, go, and, go and sit down and take a look at Dr. Linville's hair and then ask him, hey, where'd that come from? And he's going to tell you, I had it done too. I had the neograft. He had hair taken from the back of his head to the front, and his hair looks fantastic. Granado's hair, I don't know if you've seen Granado lately. He looks fantastic. You can be the next one. All you got to do is go to 975hair.com, hear what the man has to say. I promise you, you'll be impressed. 975hair.com, free consultation for ESPN listeners, 975hair.com. You not with it, get up missing. You can't catch him slipping. If he slip, he get up drilling. Hey, my young gym be tripping. Ain't no question if he with it. Hey, his fingers, they is. This is Hyvee Trophy winner and College Football Hall of Fame, Mike Rozier. And you're listening to ESPN 97.5. This is The Blitz on ESPN 97.5. And on ESPN 92.5. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and A.J. Hoffman. And we're back on the Blitz. Sorry, Twitchers. We had a little business to discuss. By the way, 5.33 to go in the first. Jets 2, Senators 1. We're on pace for our over 6. It's early yet. 
Last time they scored like five goals in the first period, and then nobody scored the rest of the game. Hate it when that happens. So what's next, boys? Let's do a. Uh, or do you want to do another one of these, or you want to save those for? Well, let's ball out. Let's do them all. All right. Let's ball out. Oh, you so, guys vamp for me. You've got right. a oh, baseball jersey on. I have a feeling this could go poorly very fast. I, I think we do the roll in the hay next because yeah, it was yeah, a good yeah. One yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's do this. We're ri- right. we're rinsing. We're palate oh, yeah. cleansing, yeah, yeah. Uh, listeners. So. Um, yeah, this RV thing, man. We'll have, to, we'll have to like come up to Colorado and meet you guys someplace. Absolutely you know, for a weekend, N- definitely, man. We know some good spots, or you know, we could meet in New Mexico or something yeah, halfway yeah. in between. You guys yeah, don't I'd, have to drive as far. I'd like to once uh, we get to next winter. I'd like to go to Santa Fe and go skiing again. Why not? I'm not saying I'm going to live through it. I just think it'd be fun. <laughs> Fred, they have. Um, you could do sledding, or you could. They have those like bike ski I, things I, you could sit on. I can still ski. I, I can guarantee. When's you that. the last time you skied? Fifteen years. But how much had you skied prior to that? Uh, I went like four times a year for about five years, and all I okay. all, all it would take all it would take is like one day of lessons again, and I'd be fine because I picked up skiing in like twenty minutes the first time I went. Now snowboarding, different animal. I, I have gone snowboarding probably five times, and I've gotten my ass kicked every single time. There's, there is something to age, and no. I, I, I've skied and snowboarded all growing up, all the time, and I, I wouldn't do it now. I, I tried to water ski maybe oh that that's a much different thing though i i tried that about two years ago up in canada i think i was about two years ago yeah oh man like getting up is hard (laughs) falling hurts so bad like oh and your your crashes are more spectacular yeah and i mean i'm talking i used to do it for hours on end hours on end and now you hit a certain age where it's just like no i'll just I'd rather sit by a fire and and drink some whiskey than than snow ski. Like, yeah, I, but just, I, listen, I'm I'm not gonna go do black slopes anymore. I'll do green slopes because those are really easy, and you know I'll feel like I'm still doing something. All right, I'm not gonna lie. I got I got 27 days in this year, but I'd say the longest. Of, you haven't taken time off though, like not real time off. No, those are just little days I work. No, in. no, no. I'm saying you 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 skied 27 times. Yes. Okay. What I'm saying is yeah. In your life, you haven't had a huge gap yeah, like a where fi- you don't do it at no, all. No, no, no. But I, I, I was uh, wanting to buffet Fred's uh, point there that I think the, there was one day we went to this kind of special place that is like a lot of hiking terrain and stuff. We only got four runs in, yeah. But we ended up doing it for like six and a half hours. But my normal day at my little resort by our house, I go up for two and a half, three hours, and I'm done. It's it's exhausting. Yeah. And when you're 18, 19... Oh, you can go all day. go all day. Now, I'm telling you, you do one run, you're going to be wiped, Fred. Wiped. Probably. But... If you go a day... No, the the I, key I was, is to go a day or two early yeah, and acclimate. If you I, do that, you're I was going. in my early 40s the last time I went, and I, I, I skied all day. Oh, I, I don't think I could now. But I, I was also in the best shape of my life at that point. Okay. So... I'm not in the best shape of my life. Right oh, now. me either. And, and like now, I, 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 I won't get on a motorcycle. I thought about getting a little dirt bike for the property. Uh-huh. I'm kind of like, you know what? I'll die. I, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> want to die. Yeah. 
I'll find your body decaying during deer season. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just little, but I would still ski on an easy slope. I'm not getting on a even a blue slope at this point. Brad, I, I fell in November mountain how, how biking. How are you going? Are you going above blue? Are you going... Oh, yeah. I, I'm you go I'm, black? Yeah, I'm pretty... I, I, I can hang. Why don't you go okay. black? So, um, yeah, and like this one place I was sunny at where we only got four runs in, it's like all blacks. And I think the highest point we got to uh, was 13,000 feet. Okay. So, um, I'm... Were you saying something about mountain biking? Yeah. So, so I fell the first week in November, and I still occasionally feel my ribs. And I didn't even break my ribs. I think I just, like, separated the cartilage mm. or something like that. We were up at Mount Bachelor in, in Bend, and I saw all these kids. I mean, it was summertime, so there was no snow. Well, there was, so, there was snow at the top, but there was no snow on the slopes. And these kids... Ripping down. I mean, they go balls to the wall man and if you wipe out on a mountain like that good luck dude good luck i it's there's not a lot of stuff i see that i go that's too scary for me to do like i i'm a thrill seeker by nature like i i i love jumping out of planes i i you know i, I like to fight in cages for months like i i like things like that i like to have my adrenaline pushed i saw that i was like you gotta be a, you gotta be an idiot to do that. I'm not doing this. that's that's yeah, you're trying I'm, to die. I'm at the point where the most exciting thing I want to do is a tie hooker. I mean, <laughs> stop Asian lust. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I can't get Deshaun out of my head. I'm sorry. Ugh. Man, um, yeah, I I think uh, you know, Fred. You just gotta. Be within your limits, right? And and yeah. even so, what? Oh, when we were talking earlier about getting smart. So, what does me dumbass do? A couple of days ago, I go back out to the same uh, terrain where I fell, and I'm like, I, I got to go back and like, oh, tame, and tame the beast. Yeah, I was much more cautious. That's, that's pride bleeping with you. Totally, yeah. but um, but it's 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 this track that's just about right for me to like. If I'm on, I'm having a good day. I, I and it's the it's got a lot of these whoopty doos where yeah, you'll yeah. go down about ten or fifteen feet, and then it's ex, it's like a V shaped deal, and it's I'm afraid even though the bike is designed to absorb that low point at the bottom before you go back up, it, it's just and the momentum will carry you almost the top. You only have to do a couple pedals when you get to the peak of the your climb off that little whoopty do, but. You just don't have the same uh, uh, well, like I that you did. But like, right, here's my question to you: When's the last time you had like a terrible fall, either running or biking or something like that? Like, uh, probably two years ago. Okay, how fast do you think you were moving when that happened? Probably about thirty-five, forty miles an hour. On Cycling on my bike, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what happened was a dog ran across the trail in front of me, and I didn't want to hit the dog. And so I turned off and went down a ditch and boom, 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 boom. It couldn't have been that bad though, because I, I like, I never heard about that, and well, you weren't but, limping or anything. No, I mean, I, I, I you might not have been here. Did your noggin? I did come in the Monday after and was pretty messed up. Nothing made sense that day on the show. Oh, that, that's every day. But, <laughs> by the way, two two Jets and Senators with one twenty two. Oh, good call, first. Fred. Two, well, we're not there yet, but two goals away. It's from early the yet. Yeah, it's always early yet. Until it's not, but I, I'm assuming you you spent some time at Taos. I I've only skied Taos Mountain once. It was a long time ago, almost thirty years ago, but loved it. 
Uh, yeah, that that is like the hardest place I've ever been. I think, and get to that upper part, especially. Yeah, I, and there's there's some there were some slopes there which just way above my head, and I was just thankful to get down them without dying. But uh, and I would say that Heavenly in Tahoe is the easiest one I've ever been to. I got concussed a couple of weeks ago. Went this same trip where the, day one we went to the you know the Rad Mountain where we only got four runs in. The next day we went to Telluride. It was Telluride's great, 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 great mountain. Spring break, so literally a you know of half of Texas and Oklahoma are there. It's that week of March, you know St. Yep. Patrick's week, and of course when do you get hurt? Last run of the day. Yep. 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 And well, it's everybody's funneling down, and this lady bumps into me. I fall straight back, hit the back of my head, and it was like flash of white for let's about say, a second. Let's say that would have been the first run of the day. It would have been your last run of the day. Oh, boom. Got that right. You always get hurt on the last run because <laughs> otherwise you might do one more. <laughs> yeah, Telluride. I, I, when I was growing up, it was Telluride or Purgatory, the only two oh, I ever yeah. went to. And they were both, I mean, it was a super close drive. Bull Run. That's the one at, at Purgatory. Yep. Bull Run. That one's awesome. It's good, good, good stuff, man. All right, we'll be right back. It's the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. We'll wrap it up. But I guess you changed your mind. Set your clock and grab your jock. This is the Blitz on ESPN 97.5. All right, let me tell you guys about Pro Dunk Hoops. Hoops, there it is. Uh, You want the best basketball goal on the entire market? Pro Dunk Hoops is the only place to get that goal. And what makes it better, you might ask? Well, thickest steel of any goal on the market, for starters. How about that? 75% thicker than what you can get in the uh, the best brands in the big box stores. This is great stuff. A backboard that's so strong, if it breaks or cracks for any reason, guess what they'll do? Replace it. Freebie. No problems. A rust armor finish. Uh, 30 years maintenance-free. This thing is built to last. It's not going to last through, like, like if let's say you had a brand-new baby today that you want to be the next LeBron James. You could start him on your Pro Dunk Hoops goal. Like, uh, you should probably wait a year or two till his immune system builds up or whatever. But start him out young. He can play till he's 30, and the thing still won't be rusted. How great is that? He'll already be making you buku millions in the NBA by then. He'll have bought, he'll paid off the goal. Guys, you want to you want to you want the best goal? Do it now. Do something nice for your children for once. You selfish son of a two eight one three five one ninety eight twenty two or check it out online produnkhoops.com. You are listening to the Blitz on ESPN ninety seven five and on ESPN ninety two five. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios. Here's Fred Fowler and AJ Hoffman, and we're back on the Blitz. And only one segment to go on a Monday. Boy, this last hour just flies whenever Eric's here. You guys are so fun. Say what? Highlight of my month. Highlight of my week. Whatever. You're coming so, in next uh, week too. So yeah. What's the uh, what's the tasting notes on the uh, roll in the hay? Um, a little sweet and a little. I, I, I it's kind of it, not as much as it was a couple of years ago, but I still get kind of an appley, uh, like a, a ripe apple. I, it almost it does taste a little ciderish. Yep, a little yeah. pear yeah. apple kind of going on. Um, which and that's not supposed to be the case. It was always there. Like I say, when we um, I, I, honestly, I, and I think we've had this conversation. I think the one Fun Series beer that I'm proudest of how it held up was O4, the original Roll in the Hay. My favorite one, uh, and I, I wish I had more of it. I don't, but, it, I mean, that was a, such a fantastic beer. Like six and, years later, a light beer like that, it was 
better even. Yep, and that was a beer that was like you wouldn't have thought would have lasted as long as the other ones, and it it, it held up better than the other ones. Yeah, so, this one didn't like go to to hell, you know, but it 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 didn't necessarily like get better. What do we think the uh, w- when was this one brewed? Aaron's got the bottle in there. When was this one bottled at least? Uh, this one was 2016 because I still have four of these sitting at my house. Okay, because when it came out, that was one of my wife's favorite from the time she tried it. I went to every corner store that I knew that specialized in craft beer, and I bought every one. We had, I think, 14 at one point. <laughs> wow. And now we're down to either four <laughs> or six hiding in our house somewhere. And I texted her a picture because she's at work right now, and I said, we've got to throw one of these in the fridge, and the next time we do something good as a celebration, we're just going to down a couple of these. I probably had 25 of the Kentucky Habits at one point. I went and found no, I know that you, I could go. Yeah, you know, I know you love, love that, that one. Yeah. And now I'm down to one. Save it. And then there was one. How long do you think that holds up? Um, the, one, the only thing I've sort of noticed with that guy is the head retention sort of dissipated. It doesn't carry much of a head anymore. As a lot of these beers, you know, that's the case as they age. But uh, it's still tasting great. So I don't know. I don't even care. Like, I, I don't buy beer to age anymore. There was a time when I did buy beer to hoard it and, like, cellar it. Yeah. And now, I like... I've got. I, it really started with COVID, when I didn't have anybody to drink with. I started drinking indiscriminately beers that I would I, like. Well, I, I just figured if I'm gonna die, I better drink these good beers. So it's it's beers that I bought at some point or traded for that I was like, I'm gonna save this to drink with you know a, a couple of my my close buddies, and then I realized, well, listen, I'm not. It's not like I'm going to the store and buying new beer right now. If it's good beer, I'm just gonna drink it now. And the only exception is like I, I've I've had a couple of shipments sent in from Belgium of lambic, and I'll sit on that and and now I can get some lambic here locally. Like they now uh, Dreifontainen is is distributing here pretty regularly, so I'll I'll buy that at the store and then the stuff that I got shipped in the stuff that's like brewery only in in Belgium that I get shipped here, I save that. Other than that, if I get beer, I'm not waiting on any of my friends. I'm drinking it. It's just going. It's going. That's why I was like, let's let's pop these bad boys, see what's going on. Um, and yeah, I'm glad we did it. So I, it's 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 interesting to see how they they all taste different than they did when when they first came out. For certainly. sure, for sure. Uh, but but I I think they've they're but they all, all have their same like character they yeah. have as well. So the clown lounge was was a lot boozier when it first came out. Yep. Clown Lounge, it, it was, it was uh, like, it'll put a hair on your chest. Agreed. Back in the day, which is part of why I liked it. I, you know, I, I used to, uh, the higher the ABV, the better, because I was trying to get there. And <laughs> Are, aren't we all? Now I, so now, is Deshaun. Now my favorite beer are beers that are like barely 4%, but they just taste it. Funny how, funny how that changes. That age does it to you, but. I still think all all three of the ones we drank today ended up being uh being really good. I'm I'm glad I held on to them just to just for the purposes of like tasting the difference over. Yeah, the yeah, that, that's a fun thing to do with. Uh, you, you know, you have a bottle of spirit, and once it's in the bottle, it's not changing. Anymore. Nope, it doesn't change. But wine and 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 beer, you know, they they go through an evo- aged beers go through a, a great evolution that way. It's pretty cool to see. And yeah, Fred, to your point, like I think I'd rather leave my kids money than my my best booze you know yeah, after the yeah. england trip we went on a couple of years ago I, I think i remember telling you about my buddy who was the founder of meantime brewing well we went and had dinner with his dad michael this lovely old british guy in his 80s 
And Alistair, my buddy, had bought him a bottle of cognac from his birth year, which was 1936. And it was so funny because he wanted to share it. But, I mean, imagine, like, the smallest thimble, and it was half of that. So I literally just got to sniff it, but I, I got to partake. You know, it was just very funny because because this is an old guy. He's like, man, this is my most precious asset. Is this great old cognac that I have? Wow. So it, it was cool. So uh, we haven't had a chance to talk to you since uh, this that thing came out that said the the most popular beers at uh, every ballpark. Number one at Minute Maid was uh, what you have sitting in front of us here, Crawford Bach. No surprise. How about number one at Arlington, Hopadillo? Uh it, it's it's amazing. I mean, we uh you know, we 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 got that beer in there and it's done well and um yeah, it, it's pretty cool. I, I I will say I I wish the Dallas Brewers would step up and replace that. I know that sounds weird. It's sort of against my self interest, but but I think But Carbox's sort of a Texas brewery. Yeah, we're a Texas brewery, for sure. And, and we're super proud of that. Because how much how much Dallas beer is really heavy in market that, in, that's in the Houston? Thing. It's it's not. It's not. And Carbox da- and, is heavy in market everywhere yeah, in, in that, Texas. That's right. And the Dallas breweries, there's like I think part of the I don't want to say problem there is, but there's like seven or eight kind of Pretty strong breweries, They're but there's not the like a size. dominant one, you know. Yeah, I like my, and to me, the the best breweries in Dallas are still relatively Tiny. small, yep. and not big enough to do. Like my favorite one up there is a brewery called Turning Point, and it's mostly stouts and yeah. and IPAs, and, and that's not they're not making the kind of beer that you're going to put in chug at Arlington, part. right? I like Roaring Suns, but technically that's Fort Worth, right? right. Deep Ellum is probably yeah. one of the yeah. ones that... Like, yeah. Uh, Martin House, which is also Fort Worth, which is where the yep. pickle beer comes from. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, I feel like Martin House does a, a really good job of trying to create the most disgusting sounding beers possible. The uh, pickle beer? In my office, I have a pizza beer from Martin House that I haven't uh, popped yet, but one day we'll, <laughs> See, we'll chug that, on that air. I, that I could try. Okay, I mean, well, I'd, you I'd can chug on that. it on air one day. All right, done. Um, but... Uh, did you do you know what they call Crawford Bach in Arlington? Oh, I don't even uh, that I'm scared to him uh, well, here. This is some Carbach uh, trivia that I know that you don't. Uh, I lay it on me, Jukebach. So we are working. So that's a different beer that. Oh, we, is it? It is. Okay, I was told by some jerk that works for you that it was the same beer <laughs> that was a nice person that no for it, they just it, don't know they're an ignorant the, yeah <laughs> i, I want to know who that person is we'll talk about that some promo person i don't know okay uh, but, all right okay so it's not the same no. recipe as crawford no, box because no. i feel like crawford box a great ballpark beer yeah i mean just repackage it and throw it up in that stadium in arlington people will drink it i mean i don't know if you need to call it ranger box but you're already winning with with Hopadillo, though, why would you mess with it? Because you're the champion. Crawford Box a better ballpark beer than yeah, seven percent. Well, it, it is. But I mean, how many seven? You know. Now, to be fair, they have air conditioning up there now, so yeah. it's not as big of a deal. Correct. Yeah, they can drink thirty but of those and not you, die. If you drank Hopadillo in that heat up there, one and you're done. Out, man. Yeah, you're passing out. All right, that's gonna wrap it up. Great job, Aaron. Great job, AJ. Always great, Eric. Till tomorrow. Stay sportsy, bitches. and ESPN 92.5. Real fun sports.